show is brought to you by Ventura Training and Athletics. Show is brought to you by Ventura Training and Athletics. Restore, train, maintain. Specializing in the restoration of the muscular system to help you move and feel better. Combating TBI, PTSD, and pain through specialized strength training. Again, get your body right, get your mind right, defeat the demons. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, Joe, and our unpaid intern buddy. Today's special guests are Karen and Alicia, who will try and convince these grizzled warbecks to care about feelings. <laughs> What's up, Trash Talkers? Welcome to episode 24 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special shout-out to Ventura Training and Athletics and our other sponsor, Cardinal Financial. Also, shout-out to 10th Mountain Whiskey. Type in that VTT code and get yourself a discount. Special shout-out to our guests, Karen, and her daughter, Alicia. We're going to talk about resiliency and all kinds of other cool stuff. Also, Karen taught Nick how to shoot experts, so that's a great fucking deal, all right? As always, I'm here with Nick Joe and our drunk buddy, SF guy, whatever you want to call him. Let's get the show started. Dave, is it mine? Oh, can it you go back? We, 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 do do we, not read the script, Joe. It's your turn. Do we go back this minute? Read the script, Joe. It's, yeah, no, buddy, we're, buddy, we're going. So I was just saying, you know, Dave. It's you, Dave Joe. Over to you, Joe. Dave, Dave, Kobe, the mic, and just dropped it. So anyways, um. Dude, listen, if you've looked at the page today, you know my minute's going to be about talking shit because I, I, for the first time in a long time, I decided let's put some skin in the game. Let's just test the money out. And I posted my picks. You don't know anybody that can do a six-fight parlay, let alone do two in one day. And I just did it. The only difference between me and the guys in Vegas is they don't know I exist. And when they do, it's a problem because I'm better than any one of them. That's a like this act. thing that we're this thing that we're talking about is not yeah. a joke. Michigan just got a freaking fumble and a, and a touchdown. Love Joe, it. pay attention. I'm sorry, I can't help it. The game's on. What do you want me to do? Uh, the show. Uh, well, I'm doing both. Damn it! All right, I'll, I'll anyways, cover Joe listen, for you. Yeah, go ahead. Listen, no. Well, listen. My point is like. I posted those tickets to let everybody know. I think they think we're having fun and it's a joke and whatever. Bill and I picked a perfect card and we agreed that we would not pick against Gaethje because he was American. A month ago, we agreed this. So forget about the fact that Khabib won because we both had a pretty good idea that he was gonna and we were gambling on the American kid we liked. So every other fight we picked won. And uh, I, I went ahead and tripled my money today on Vegas, no problem. So when we tell you these picks are legit, go ahead and bet one time. And if you lose, then you can talk shit. But I guarantee you, I will double or triple your money. USC pickums every Thursday night. Check them out. All right. So Joe, what what what's uh, the status of the Detroit uh, sports team right now? What we got going on? Oh God, will they beat Jacksonville? I saw so that. can I celebrate? Can I celebrate a small victory? Yeah, that's okay. All right, you, can well, do it. you can break. Well, I enjoyed that. Okay. Um, Michigan right, so right now is winning. Yeah, nobody good. cares about Michigan. All right. Nobody cares about nobody cares about Michigan. They suck. Um, but anyways, <laughs> give, with my give NFL, me some. With my with my NFL picks, I uh, I also picked Detroit as a lock last week, which was very difficult. Yeah, for they me to they do, smoked Jackson. But I did it. But I did it, and I was able to muster up that that all that confidence. Okay. Anyways, what I wanted to say on the show that we did for the UFC pick'em, honestly, what he's saying, those of you that are watching and those of you that are watching and listening later, is these guys are picking over eighty-five percent. All right. So if if you watch their picks and just put a couple bucks down, you're going to make some money. All right. I made I about 10 fights. I, I, I made, 10 fights I, today and I, I made and 200 I bucks off their picks today. Joe made like 1200 or 2000, whatever. Doesn't 17, matter. 17, um, 17, 1700. 
doesn't matter. The, the main difference is, is I could tell that they were too emotional about that Khabib pick. All right. So like you said, forget about that. They picked off their, off their emotions rather than data. And as soon as, as soon as Gagey went to the ground, everybody, my buddy yeah, Jaime probably. was watching, he goes, it's over. And yeah, sure. Khabib, Khabib sure. was so smooth in how he ended one of the best fighters in the world. Like, you know, that dude's a bad man. That dude is yeah. a bad man. Yeah, but, you don't so, you, like you don't and, have and he to was like in his him. eyes off zone. Yeah, yeah, so, you don't have like, you, it was you don't so have smooth. to like him. He he's the greatest lightweight of all time. And people keep talking about GSP coming back to take on Khabib. GSP will get put in a wheelchair. Point blank period. Okay. Khabib's the toughest ever. All right, Joe, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm good. I was I was I know you're just happy. gonna rant. If you, if you I was just gonna rant about, about my good day. You rarely have good oh, days. Oh, wait, wait, so wait. Hold on. Hold on okay, a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. Dave. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hey, this, guys, Dave. Guys, this, uh, real quick. No, what's up? Can we do a Facebook no, Dave, poll? No, Dave YouTube has poll, to hear this. Who thinks that Joe listen, Joe. uses uh, box hair dye for his beard? It's yeah, got we need gray to find it, out. you freaking moron. We need to what? find out if Joe actually uses dye on his beard. We'll do a poll on that on the page. They're, they're let still the talking audience about decide. it. We'll let them figure it out. All right. So for the Book of Earl today. All right. I, I usually don't like to get political, but I'm going to get a little bit political. All right. Uh -oh. And it's, uh -oh. it's, the, it's, also to, it's also to set up our guests. All right. Because our guests are phenomenal at what they do. And uh, what they do is awesome. I've already, we lost Karen's podcast last time, but she's been on the show before. All right. But Karen's one of my most favorite people on the planet. All right. And like, she is phenomenal. So you should listen to her. Uh, and yes. it kind of goes into what my, my soapbox is going to be so about. Are you going to talk about how... Hey, Joe, mute your freaking mic. Joe! Are you going to talk about how Karen had a knock in the air. Hey, Joe! 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 Mute your fucking mic. Mute your fucking mic when you're talking to your wife on the show. All right? We don't want to hear about your fights. buddy. He's going to talk about that. Anyways, so Joe's triggered now. We got Joe triggered. That's fine. Um, anyways, so I'm going to draw something here. Okay. It's a bell curve. All right. I drew this. I did this. Nobody helped me. I Freaking did it on impressive. my own. Good job, okay? Nick. It's impressive. And I learned this from Karen. So this is good. All right. Now I got this marker here. I'm going to use it too. All right. So now we have, you have to listen to what the CDC says. Okay. The CDC says that we're 300,000 deaths more than usual. All right. That's the quote more than usual the reason they don't say more than last year is because there was more deaths last year than there was this year okay more than usual is accurate because 19 was more than usual 18 was more than usual okay that's a fact okay those are statistical facts you can't argue that okay so now we're going to look at the coronavirus okay and we're going to look at the bell curve of the average American, all right, that is where they believe and what they think, okay? On the left here, okay, right there, that's where you have, like, Governor Cuomo, okay? He's the guy that says, hey, open your nursing homes because that's a really good idea, all right? That's a really bad idea, okay? That's going to kill lots of people, all right? And then you, you also have uh, the people here that know the one person that died that shouldn't have died, okay? And that's tragic. But scientifically, it's, it's an anomaly, right? It's not, it's not a real factor in how we treat things. So there's, there's that person over here that's like, you have to do this or we're all going to die, right? That's over here, okay? And then you go over here, all right? That's the right side of the bell curve, okay? This is where you have like Florida, right? And like Texas, where it's like nobody gets coronavirus. All right, that's that's these people, okay? These people think that this shit doesn't exist, all right? And like, this is a bell curve. So in this area, we have most of America, okay? The problem is, is that the media is speaking to these idiots, okay? If you watch the presidential debates, they're talking to these two groups of people. They don't care about what you think here because you're an average American. You're probably not stupid, okay? 
These people are dumb. They're fucking idiots. Okay, so we don't really listen to them. All right. The main thing, go back into the CDC. The reason we're having so many deaths, all right, more than usual is what they say, is because of how fucking unhealthy we are. All right. Do you understand that? Do you understand how fat this fucking country is? Here's Do you understand that. how Here's how terrible the, the smokers, right? The smokers. All right. You got he smokes, he smokes, and he smokes. All right. I'm not judging you for smoking because this is America. Smoke hey, all Nick, the cigarettes. Nobody you want. knows who you're pointing at. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Nobody knows who you're pointing you. at. All right. They the, do the, now. The two smart, they they hey, do now. The two smart women don't smoke, okay? Because they're fucking smarter than you. All right. So, anyways, we we know this, right? And I'm not I'm not judging you for smoking. I'm not judging you for eating fucking McDonald's. Okay? I'm not. It's America. Do do whatever the fuck you want. All right, but guess what's going to judge you when you're 60 and you lived a bad life? All right, coronavirus is going to judge the shit out of you. All right, it's going to judge you faster than you can fucking imagine. Okay, that's the judge. That's the judge. So when is the the safety message going to come out? Hey, how about you go walk a couple miles today, you fat ass? All right, how about you just stop? Okay, I'm not judging you for being fat. Be fat, be happy. I don't care. All right, smoke cigarettes. I don't care. Do whatever you want. It's America. Okay. But again, when you get to like the 50s and 60s and you have heart disease and you have emphysema, all right, like don't get mad at me for not wanting to wear a mask. All right. I don't want to wear a mask because I'm fucking healthy. All right. You want me to wear a mask because you ain't fucking McDonald's every day. All right. And I'm sorry. Coronavirus is the judge, not me. I'm not judging you. Fuck coronavirus. Bell curve. All right, this is the majority of America. All right, Florida people, you can't get Corona. New York people, everybody should wear a mask or you'll die. All right, and then we should open up the nursing homes. All right, that's stupid. You're on this side. All right, or you're on this side. Be on this side. Be educated, okay? Everybody knows, look, I just, I just finished a graduate class in applied research and methods from the University of Texas, El Paso, which everybody knows is the Yale of the Southwest. All right. So I'm pretty much fucking Albert Einstein. All right. I just learned what a bell curve is. Okay. And I'm fucking using it. All right. This is you in Florida. This is you in New York and California. Okay. Like be this guy, be this guy that's healthy and like, and then takes care of like, and then we kind of let these people go that way. We kind of let those people go that way. But anyways, thanks for letting me spill that. I'm a little mad at the freaking Penn State Illinois game right now, so I got a little heated. I apologize. Said a couple f bombs, but anyways, we have Karen. Cheers, Nick. Cheers, Nick. That was good. We got Karen and Alicia here. All right, and like I've said, Karen's like my favorite. Alicia's a strength and conditioning coach, D1, and I know Alicia will get into it later. We're letting Karen go first, but we're going to talk about. Well, they can talk about whatever the hell they want, but we're going to talk about how the fact that when you're 18 years old and you sign up for the army, you're not an athlete. All right. You're not an athlete. You've, you've never lifted a weight in your life. You never even played a fucking sport yet alone, but the military is going to make your ass run fucking five miles every day right away. And then, Oh, oh shit, your back hurts. And you got shin splints. Anyways, but Karen, we lost your podcast last time. We brought you on here to talk some awesome life coaching tips. And for those of you who are watching for the first time, Karen is the best person in the world. And I'm glad to have you on the show again, Karen. So welcome to the show. What you got to say? Cheers, Karen. Cheers. Well, Alicia, hey, Karen. Alicia, aside from being a strength and conditioning coach, also has a, a dual master's in sports psychology. Like I have that same degree. So anyhow, um, pipe in too, Alicia, let us know. So last time we talked a lot about homeschooling, but I, what, what exactly do you guys just want to talk about tips for COVID or what would you like to hear? Yeah. Some, just some, uh, some, uh, resiliency tips for families and, uh, soldiers that are, you know, hurting right now and what, 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 yeah, they, they got a shoot expert. How you taught Nick yeah. got a shoot expert. Cause Dave How couldn't I, do it when he was my team. Yeah, I so. couldn't do it either. He was yeah. shooting 13. Yeah. He couldn't even qualify, but you made it happen. <laughs> Honestly, me. how did you let Dave shoot expert without having three people on the other lanes to shoot at his targets? That would be a good one. Buddy, you mean Nick, <laughs> not me. No, he met you. You're European. I met both of you. You played soccer. I met both of you. 
it, it, everybody it, knows Germans can't shoot. That's why they lost WWT, buddy. Let so Karen I, talk, buddy. Yeah, buddy, let me talk. So I think the most important thing I can say is um, during this whole COVID thing, and I've caught myself doing it too, it's super easy to just get lost in unproductive thoughts and ruminate about, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And what if this happens? And so we're just draining a lot of energy doing that. And I got to a point where I just said to myself, you know, this has to stop. This is just making me go down a rabbit hole. It's not good. So back to what I teach is staying in the moment. And if you stay present and you work on the things that you can control, then that's productive. And you're also not siphoning all your energy over things you can't do anything about. So the caveat on that is you've got to, you can't just stifle your thought. So if I'm thinking, what if I lose my job next month? And that's running through my head. And I'm really, really worried about that. I can't just say, okay, I'm not going to think about that because that's like a boiling pot of water and I'm putting a lid on it and eventually it's going to boil over. So I have to acknowledge it and say, you know what? I may lose my job next week. That can happen. Okay. But me ruminating about that in this moment isn't helping me or anybody else. So what can I do to be productive right now? And it may be something as simple as I'm going to go out for a walk or I'm going to go on a three mile run. That's something I can do that's productive and it's good for me. So I think uh, the main thing here is catching your thoughts, catching yourself when you're in one of those ruminating thoughts going round and round about something you can't do anything about. And then, like I said, acknowledge it and move on to something that you can do something about. So that, that's my biggest thought for that. I'd also say uh, when you feel yourself getting anxious and amped up, do the rhythmic breathing. So can you, know, you can I, you explain that rhythmic breathing uh, real quick? I mean, I know I know the answer. Uh, Joe needs it a lot. So maybe explain that to him. So can you put Alicia up at the same time? Uh, Alicia just left. Alicia left. Yeah, she just walked away. She's back. <laughs> Sorry, my, my dogs had to go out. Uh. Oh, okay. So we're, I'm going to do rhythmic breathing, but I kind of want, I want you to show it while I'm talking. So go ahead and put one hand on your shoulder, one hand on your belly. I can't really see that, but that's okay. Do it, buddy. Are you going cross shoulder and then one on your stomach? All right. Yeah, and one on your stomach. Relax, uncross your feet. How'd you Drop. know they were crossed? Buddy, your what? feet are crossed. Drop your shoulders. Okay, what you're gonna do is I'm gonna give you a count and then you're gonna do it on your own. But to start with, you're gonna breathe in. So you're gonna breathe in through your nose. And as you're breathing in, I want you to think about your belly as a balloon and you're filling it up with air. So your belly's gonna stick out. And then when I say breathe out, you're breathing out through your mouth. So everybody's mouth should be opened and you're letting all that air out and your stomach's going in. Everybody get that? If you're doing it correctly, you are breathing from your belly and your shoulders are not moving. So Alicia, your shoulders are going up. So if your shoulders are moving- Alicia, knock it off. You're breathing through your diaphragm and we don't wanna do that, okay? And I'll explain to you when we're done what this is doing. Okay, so everybody, if the shoulders are moving, you're not going deep enough on the breathing. Fill the belly up with air when you breathe in, blow out, and the belly comes in. Okay? Okay, so ready? And you, Alicia, you should be on there so they can see you doing it. Okay, so ready in. One, two, three, four, five, out. One, two, three, four, Five in one, two, three, four, five out. One, two, three, four, five. Keep doing it. Funny story, Nicholas. I'm a combat diver. We call this just breathing. Yeah, well, guess what? Joe's going to pass out in a second if I'm breathing this. He hasn't breathed like this in years, so. I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. I was watching yeah, the game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So 
Well, normally I'd have you do it longer, but apparently none of you have an attention span uh, greater than a two-year-old. Yeah, we're all, we're all children, Karen. You know this right. already. Right, I see that. So yeah. we're gonna Karen, it's Karen. It's not we, that we, we don't believe in it. It's that that, we, Karen, we might need Karen, some coaching on that. Karen, it's not that we don't believe in it. It's that we lack focus. I'm I sorry, I haven't true. seen Michigan play in a year. Not, not, not true. Not, not First true. Of all, Karen, so the guy who cut so the sleeves of the shirt. Prior, to my wife said thanks for the gun show, underwater, buddy. This is what we do. Like while we're standing there, and the instructor is telling us that we have to swim 50 meters underwater. This is what you're doing the entire time. And then you get out of your you're own. You're breathing head. in through your nose right. underwater, buddy. No, you're an idiot. Interesting. No, she said that you breathe point. in through your nose. Oh, so hey, how do you look, do that underwater? You said you would do that underwater. A combat diver, raise your hand. Shut up, Nick. You're an idiot. Nick, it's a special forces thing. They just learned I, that. They I know. I, that's why I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get clear, a clarification. Do you do that underwater? That's impressive. Like, how do you breathe in through your nose underwater? It's, like it's, uh, it's pre-going underwater when you're trying to calm yourself down for the there fact you that you're about to swim half of a football field <laughs> without coming up. Right. Oh, uh, so, shit. So, <laughs> all right, back to Karen. Back to Karen. Back to Karen. So let me tell you oh. why, why they do that before they get in the pool. So what that breathing does is it triggers a nerve called the vagus nerve. And what that does is it brings your blood pressure down, brings your heart rate down, your respiration, everything. So it takes you from fight or flight to rest and digest, brings everything down. So when Alicia said, I'm falling asleep, it makes you tired. This is an excellent thing to practice if you're having trouble sleeping or if you're waking up in the middle of the night. This will put you back to sleep. You just have to keep doing it. So anytime when your activation level is too high, and this is also what I teach people before they go out and shoot for weapons qual. We all do this, and if somebody's having a lot of trouble, they come back to me, I put a biofeedback device on them, I walk them through it, and when the light is green, which means they're ready to go, their activation's low, they go back out. That's how we got them to shoot So Nick's first. a champ at this breathing technique, and it took him like five hours to learn it, but he got yeah, it. I'm a champ at everything, Dave, and you know that, it so. It was definitely four years for Nick to learn it, but he learned it. <laughs> That's true. Hey, Alicia, uh, welcome to the show as well. Welcome to the Trash Talk Hour. Uh, we had a discussion on, you know, on Facebook Messenger and also in one of the previous shows, we brought it up that the whole problem with some of the military PT, which we're starting to get away from, which is a good thing, is the fact that we try to treat our warriors like athletes, okay? Now, there's a lot of warriors that are athletes, but the majority of the infantry are not, all right? And could you maybe explain that? If anybody important is listening, maybe they'll start to get the freaking clue about who you've worked with and what's the difference? Yeah, so, um, I mean, I was guilty a little bit of that misconception early on. Um, I was like, well, you're in the military. Like, it's a really important part of your job to stay alive. So, like, why are you not an athlete? Why are you not training like an athlete? Why are you not behaving, recovering, et cetera, like an athlete? Um, and then, you know, you realize like, well, the, the entry level to get in is not necessarily based on athletics. So, <laughs> you know, you can have, you know, She's right. She's right. Your, your video game hero who's never done an athletic feat in their life can still sign up or enlist in the military. And so then you know, it becomes a question in, in my opinion of like, well, where, where does the burden lie? Is it on the institution or the individual to develop themselves athletically? Um, Both. And obviously I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, Both. Yeah. So, you know, when you do enlist in the military, like, I think you, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in the middle of the bell curve. You treat it like anything else. Like, so I'm going to compare everything back to athletics, like having worked in, you know, collegiate athletics, it's like, whether you're a walk-on or a scholarship athlete, like we have a standard of entry. So you show up on day one, like there's an expectation of what you should be able to do and you better meet that. Like, I don't care if you're the star of the team or if you're, you know, like I said, a walk-on, everybody has that same standard and you hold them to it and you take pride in it and you take ownership over what you do. In that same breath, as strength and conditioning professionals, we do what we can um, to prepare 
each member of the team to meet our KPIs, our key performance indicators. So what makes you great at that sport? Um, and it's going to be different for everyone. So I look at it in like two ways, kind of, it's like there, you know, you have cognitive ability and then you have physical ability and you can be a physical specimen, the most athletic person and dumb as a brick wall. And you'll still be a pretty good athlete. And on the flip side, you can have a really high sport IQ and really just not be that athletic and you'll still be pretty good at your sport. But I think what you want is you want a combination of the two. Like those are your great athletes, right? They have high cognitive ability and high physical ability. And so you want to train the one in which they're lacking. So say, I guess, you know, to relate it back to the military, like somebody who's more like geared toward Intel, maybe they're really smart, but like they have a hard time passing the PT test. So you want to like bring up that side or you have like your high school state champion or college athlete, but they, you know, they have a hard time with the mental side. So you bring that up, but that's the, you know, as I said, like the burden of the institution. So it's like, there has to be systems in place. And I think maybe that's where it falls short. So you don't just, so I, are you saying like identify those people coming in? Yeah. Identify them and meet them where they are. So like going back to the 18 year old, like if you're going to let, you know, this video game hero into the army or navy marines whatever it is then you better be willing to meet them where they are and take them from that point a to point b instead of expecting them to be at this certain point so it's a standard of entry but then it's also like realizing as a professional like what that standard of entry is and knowing like not not everybody is not everyone is where you think they should be when they come in i think that is definitely an issue um i'm in recruiting now I think the OPAT has helped out a lot. What do you mean now, Dave? You've been uh, recruiting for like 15 years. 17,000 years, right? Well, guys, you didn't want to fight wars anymore. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, but we have the OPAT, you know. <laughs> um, so we do, based on the category of your job, we do give you that physical fitness assessment. So, you know, if you like you have a heavy job, if you're going infantry, then the OPAT score needs to be higher than, say, somebody who's trying to become a cook. So... And that was implemented, I don't know, about two years ago, three years ago, maybe a little bit longer. So I think that does help a little bit, but we do need to fix. There's a bigger, broader issue with people. Right. Dave. There it goes. There it is. There it is. There it is, Dave. Is that your Sergeant Major calling? You, you better pick it up, Dave. Yeah, just just pick it up, Dave. Anyways, now. So, but anyway, Dave, yeah. hey, Alicia, what Dave's saying is right. And that's kind of what I was going on to about of that the Army's going in the right direction. The only problem is, is, is we're not buying into it at the lower levels because the culture hasn't changed right. so that's the cognitive that's aspect. it yeah Where, absolutely like, the, the, the culture has changed. now to put some perspective on it uh alicia what where did you used to work and what athletes did you work with and if you don't mind saying like what's the pay scale of your job for how many people you were working with if you don't mind saying when you were a division one uh coach yeah. Um, so I was a division one strength and conditioning coach at university of Kentucky. Um, if you want to go like pay scale, it's pretty shitty. Um, not, <laughs> not great for what we were. So I will say like pay scale, not great. However, like the resources that, um, we poured into developing, you know, from the walk-on to the scholarship athlete, incredible. So, you know, they had access to, you know, the best of the best professionals, what to eat, food to eat, etc. Um, and then where I am now, I'm in private sector. So I'm working at a private facility called M3 Strength and Conditioning here in Florida. Um, we work with a lot of high school athletes and just people in the general area. And so going from high level athletes to general population, I had a big wake up call because I thought, okay, if I'm working with, you know, general population, it's like, they can't be any less athletic than like my worst walk on that I ever saw. And that is like so far from the truth because <laughs> general population right, yeah. is like 20 levels below that. And so I, you know, it's people glorify college athletics, but it's like, that's just almost easy. Like, try working with people that are hunched over a computer all day that have never done anything athletic, that are obese, overweight, have medical problems. And now you're trying to get them just functional to live their lives. Like 
that's what's difficult. And I think in the military, you get that wide range of everybody. Yeah, th- yeah, thanks for that. And th- that perspective for anybody, if anybody listens to this later on, uh, I know that we have some higher ups that listen to this. They don't necessarily watch it, but to listen to the podcast, listen to that. All right, listen to what she just said. All right, she worked for University of Kentucky. Okay, you get the cream of the crop basketball players, football teams on the up. All right, like you're, you're, you're getting the women's teams are awesome there as well. So it's like you're getting the cream of the crop athletes. And when she went to the other side, which is more like the army side, i.e. society, everybody else who isn't a division one athlete, like you're not even on the same spectrum. You're not even close. Like Joe, for instance, he's not paying attention, um, but he's watching a Michigan game. Joe's a guy, right. That was really fast, but you know, he peaked in eighth grade and he never got bigger. So he was like 125 and then he stayed 125. And so like he was really fast, but he's not playing division one football because he's too freaking small. Right. Like it's just not happening. Right. Like I was slower than Joe, but I was six, three. So I got, I, the, tur- I got I turned that So the cheerleader right? at all my football games could hear it because it's my wife. Right. Ba- babe, Nick says I but, was, I was too small. Yeah, it's true. So she, anyways, she's, ga- she's giggling. And, and, at and Alicia, a lot of Alicia, because of me, I, I promise you, I was faster than you and I yeah. would have ran circles around you. I probably would have ran over you. I, I, it just, it didn't really matter to me. Joe, I said you were faster I was than just me. I said that. I said yeah. that. Okay. So, but I was bigger than you. So that's why division you know, scholarship schools gave me money. Right. Cause I was bigger <laughs> than you. Right? You could throw, a, you could throw a left-handed curveball. That's why they gave you money. It, it, it is what it is, Joe. It is what it is. All right. Anyways, but Hey, Alicia, I appreciate that perspective. We all do. Uh, what, what would you say is the most important thing? I don't know. Put it at like squad leader level, like E6 who's got two team leaders, E5s that we, they're probably in pretty good shape because they've been in the army a while. They've, they've grasped it. They're, you know, they've got to where they needed to be. What's a, like, how do you get somebody strong? Like that's like, that's in that normal spectrum that you were talking about. If you don't yeah. mind. So I don't go think- to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Go to the gym. Um, I don't think it like, I think people make it way too complicated. Like, most people, they just need a squat, hinge, push, pull, and some type of locomotion. So carries, running, et cetera. I think in your particular um, population, having an aerobic base or aerobic capacity is really important. Not to be able to go, you know, do like 12 mile rucks or whatever that, but to recover, like to recover in between your bouts of higher intensity activities. So, you know, in layman's terms, like squats, deadlifts, presses, rows, some kind of weighted carry and some kind of aerobic conditioning and that's it like it doesn't have to be fancy you don't need to pick up like some you know like weighted weapon and carry it around for four hours or something or you know all this fancy stuff you see on instagram like people doing with athletes on bosu balls and whatever nonsense like really like you can milk the basics till the cows come home and you're gonna get a lot out of that um, and people overlook that a lot, I think. So that's you, what I have. you seen the new uh, Army PT test, Alicia? Yes, I have. What are your, what are your, what are your thoughts on that one? Uh, I, know, I love, you know, a lot of people probably want to hear that because there are a lot of people that are complaining about it as well. It says it's going to reduce our ranks for individuals. That are in jail, you yeah. know? I think it's pretty good. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I mean, just like from looking at it, I mean, I think it's way better than the past one. Um, you know, you get, it's more well-rounded. It's 100% more agree. Yeah. Specific. Um, if you can't like keep up with it, then maybe you need to reevaluate, you know, your training and what you're choosing. You're out. You're done. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. Looking at the standards, I don't think it's anything like particularly outrageous that people are asking of. I think some of it, like the medicine ball throw, for example, requires a little bit more skill than just pure, um, like physical ability. And I mean, I don't know, I, I'm not like, I mean, I know the events and such, but you know, I, I do think you have to look at how they stack upon each other. So doing it all at once, like how, how are your legs feeling when you go to hit that like, run? You have the two mile run at the very end of Right. Like of that's, it. that's tough. Like, you know, and so I think they have changed the times a little bit, but. Hey Dave. Hey Dave. Yo. Um, I remember, I remember, uh, like a 14 day stretch 
where we kicked about 250 doors a day. And I, I, I remember the end of that two weeks. Hey, you're going to make thank Buddy you. jealous here. So thank just you. Be light, cause, Listen, cause I remember it, the because Nick was there. You you had a part of your ear shot off. And I'll never forget that walk that we took. Go ahead and take that walk. I, 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 I guarantee you that would break most people. What we did on that on that trip. That's what we were so salty when we came back because everybody was like, well, you know, what had happened while we were gone. But it was like, hey, man, we 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 fucking spent ourselves. We were trained for it. Period. We ready for but, that. but Dave, when we got to the end of that place and you told me, yeah, it's good, man. Go ahead and rack out because I'm gone. And we all every last one of us passed out because we were so dog tired. Tell me a guy who doesn't get himself in shape can make that walk. There's no freaking way, no way. And every last one of us took it seriously. And Alicia's, uh, Alicia's right. That's got to be the hardest challenge dealing with the general public because they do not understand that kind of mental fortitude and toughness. I think my shoulder was separated a week before by Nick we, then we, when we left. By the way, that was me wrestling Joe, and I broke his yeah. ass. All right, so that's just that's what happened. We, it, it, it was a hip throw that went yeah, too far, and my shoulder Karen, popped Karen, out. But hey, Karen wants to talk, Joe. Shut up. Love you. You're right, though, Joe. 100. One of the things I've been working on the last couple of months is kind of a reevaluation of how resilience and performance skills are being caught uh, taught in the army, and my feeling I don't like the word resilience. I hate it. And I think they hired people like me and like what Alicia's doing to work with people in the army, like they're tactical athletes. And so if I'm working with you the way I work with an elite athlete, because my background's UCLA, I never talked about resilience. I never took them in a classroom and showed them PowerPoints. I worked with them out on the field to be a better performer. And if I teach you how to be an optimal performer, being resilient is a side effect of that. So I say, focus on, focus on the win, focus on, okay, be the best you can be, and then it all falls into place. But I propose, this is what I believe should be done. I think they should start teaching the mental skills in basic training. That's where they should start. So you're talking about the bell curve and Alicia was talking about, you know, the different types of people you're gonna get and athletes have the mindset like you guys to go train hard and do what you have to do and be able to go on that walk you were talking about. But then uh, your gamer may not have that mindset. So they need to be taught at basic training how to develop that mindset. And if they can't cut it, they should be out. And that's just uh, my thought. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, Karen, yeah, you're going to trigger Buddy here pretty quick. Um, You've already agreed. triggered Buddy. You've already yeah, triggered. So, Karen's in contact with the Pentagon, and uh, and I appreciate she reached out. And I, I also, I wrote a, uh, I wrote a paper about something like that, and uh, it was, it was weird. I was able to write a five-page paper in about one minute based off of just my experience and understanding of what was going on in the army. So what Joe was talking about was that were, deployment Nick. experience. Well, it, it just was because it was that easy. Joe, 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 what Joe was talking about, he said it, he, what he just said was a three page paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause he lived through that. So Joe could have wrote yeah. a three page paper just off of what he just freaking said. Okay. It's that simple. Joe was saying that we, and like you even commented, Dave, that, you know, we were trained for that. All right. None of us were trained for that when we got there. But by the time we got to Bakuba, we had been on the experience. field experience, experience. Right. that it was like we were monsters. So that's exactly yeah. what Karen is saying. It's like when she worked at UCLA and I'm sure when Alicia worked at Kentucky, she didn't have to go there and explain to these guys why they were there. Right. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're here. Yeah. You're here to win. You're here to play you're, football. You're here you're to, working you're here with to the run track, right? And the so, top one percent of high school athletes. Can we buddy, go? I'm gonna lead, I'm gonna, buddy, I'm gonna lead into you. Really? I'm gonna lead into you. All right, so buddy 
is an SF guy. It took him about 18 years to get there and we all love him for it, but he's there and he's better than all of us because he wears a green beret and we love him for that, okay? However, he's still from Alabama and we have to spell shit out for him. And then there's there's Dave smoking a cigarette. So again, when you get coronavirus 20 years from now, from now I'm not gonna feel sorry for you, all right? Coronavirus is gonna judge the shit out of you. Anyways. I'm waiting for that judgment. The, the SF community, is different okay the spec ops community is different all right those guys want to be there those well, they also have parents with their units right like not even right. joking around you guys right. have right individuals. right yeah. so we we want everybody to be killers but the, the the fact of the matter is that we we're here to stop soldier suicide that's our main goal okay we don't need to take the whole hit on that though the army doesn't okay because we get people from society society needs to take some of the hit on that shit all right. Not just the army. Okay. And that's what buddy's getting triggered about is like, we shouldn't care about their feelings because yeah, generals need to win wars. Okay? Are you done yet? Buddy, buddy's I'm not done yet, buddy. I'm going to lead into Oh my you. God. So, shut the fuck up. I'm doing it on purpose to make you angry, buddy. As soon as I saw, as soon as I smelt that blood in the water, buddy, I, I, I got it. Okay. So I'm making you more mad because I'm, I'm a producer of, of uh, productivity. Okay, so can you be a producer of production? Does that make sense? Anyways, so I am producing you, buddy. I am getting you pumped up. All right, tell us where okay. we are going. Give us that head. honesty. Give us that honesty, Cap, buddy. I want to hear. Shout it. out to 10th Mountain, real quick, before Buddy goes. Big supporter. This, this, this honesty cap is definitely sponsored by. 10th okay, Mountain. so first of all, let's go back to my normal topic: the lack of tank tops on our page, on our, our store. I just want to tell everybody that you can make your own tank top. And if you make your own tank top, you get a free hat <laughs> with it. It is Buddy, awesome. buddy, buddy, it say holds that your, again. Look your at, wavy look hair him. back. Joe, you, the, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but bandana. if you have hair, it holds it back. You can do, you can do all the physical stuff you want my to do. wife just my wife just said you're so cool i special forces veteran trash talk.com check it out all right <laughs> thank you but, buddy second, talk again the little one wants to see you she wants to see part if that's of my, cool or not. Uh, my 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 honesty cap tonight and it wasn't going to be until you started talking nick and 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 karen started talking but we give soldiers the option to quit. When the fuck was that a thing? When was that a thing where you had the option to say no? Like, I'm not going to go do that. Are you fucking kidding me? There is no option to quit. There is no quitting. Quitting is not a thing. When you die, then you're done. That's when you're finished. Other than that, quitting is not an option. Making yourself better is an option. Going to the gym is an option. Listening to your team leader and squad leader is an option. Quitting is not a fucking option. It's not I, a I thing that you can I, do. Are you talking basic training now, buddy? Because if the quitters in basic training quit, I want them to quit. I'm saying get them out. Throw them out. Get them out. If yeah. Training, I want yeah, them we, to quit. We, here's well, the thing. Buddy, buddy, buddy. What are they economy, doing? Supply and demand. Yeah, get them out. If they have to get out, but here's the here's the thing: we don't have enough people to just kick all of them out. We don't get to that pick our true. own team. This ain't t-ball. Recruiters aren't doing their jobs. Play, but it isn't Division One baseball where just a few get to play. There are going to some people that there are going to be people that are on the border. Oh, both I played Division One baseball, buddy. I don't baseball stupid. It's the dumbest sport ever. Anyway, I'm just saying I played it. It's still stupid. But you may you may buddy, you may say it's dumb. It's the hardest sport there is to play, point blank. Yeah, you ever been hit by a linebacker? That's real. Joe, Joe, buddy, are you buddy, are you shitting me? The fucking linebackers didn't even know I had the ball by the time I was behind the safety. Because I ran a four three forty, you fucking clown. Don't talk baby, to me about football. You have football. no that's not, clue that's not at all. I'm a, I'm a level of athlete four or five steps above you. Don't even talk. That was like 20 years ago, Joe. 
Five maybe, steps. Maybe 20 years ago. Kara's talking now. Justin. Shut up. Kara's talking. My buddy, my point is, if you've got eight Has soldiers a on a profile, you know, how is that helping? Helping? And if you but, have- But Karen, like, here's, wait, the, wait, here's wait, the problem. Wait, wait. If you had somebody like me work with them for two months and they're not doing anything that I'm asking them to do, and they don't have it in their head that they even want to be there, how is that helping the army? You know what? You're and you're right. But the problem is that the army has left that venue. They think that they can go to you or they can go to a physical therapist or they can go to sit call a hundred times a damn week. And then they can get kicked out of the army and get paid for the rest of their lives to do it. No, buddy, you're right. You're that right there. But but what, Karen, what, what, but but what Karen's saying is that she needs to be in the field. That's the problem. Oh, so you're she's I, I don't I don't disagree with Karen at all. In she, fact, she's she's in she's agreeing with you. In the, in the SF community, we have people like Karen that come to our training events right. to evaluate guys. Like the, the one of the best echoes I ever had. Echoes is a communication sergeant for all of you people that don't abla. One of the best Abla communication sergeants forces? I ever had was a straight up Spiker? Abla Spiker. <laughs> was it? I don't. I don't think you really want to talk. Anyway, one of the best <laughs> communications guys I ever had was a straight up nerd in a in a house. That dude looked like he was walking through like Frankenstein. He went to dive school three different times. Well, to Mac three different times. The maritime assessment course three different times. We ended up sending him to a sports psychologist to go over what he was doing in Mac. That dude was not allowed to quit, had no quit in him, and went ahead, and he sucked ass. When he graduated, one of the instructors gave him his dive bubble and told him he was the worst combat diver that had ever lived. And he was. That he being said, he kept pushing. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to quit. Anywhere we ever went, that dude never ever quit. And that's the thing that we don't push enough to these privates. You can fail. Failing is fine if you retry. Quitting is never an option. Eating 15 pizzas on a weekend is not an option. Quitting is not an option. Doing extra PT is an option. Watching what you eat is an option. Sending a team leader to this dude to eat breakfast and lunch to make sure that he's eating and he's eating something that's actually good for him is an option. As NCOs, we have, we have put so much bullshit on enablers. We, we put so much on physical therapists, medics, like nutritionists, all that. Else. Do your goddamn job. Go with your soldiers to eat lunch. If they're eating pizza, tell them to put that shit back and grab a goddamn salad and some protein. Like, oh, you're, you're do right, your buddy. job, be an NCO, and do what NCOs do. Can, Can I, I ask a question? I, uh, Alicia's, Alicia's got a question. Okay, so... I totally agree with everything that you just said. Um, but I'm wondering like, you know, where is like the level of support? So maybe not for officers, but enlisted like people living in the barracks, like where's the level of support as far as like what they have access to and like the education. So coming from- You would be, you would, you would literally be amazed. Even in the regular army, there are nutritionists that guys can go to if they're, if they're going, but the problem is, that at the breakfast meal, we can watch them. Right, at but I'm looking meal, at like, I'm looking at a can watch them. that I was literally sent today of the, um, well, you can't see it for those listening, but it is the um, fitness table at the whatever, wherever you eat, the defect. Yeah. And it's literally, the only thing on it is a box of granola with raisins. And that's, that's the not good. fitness table. That's like where, where is that though? This is in Camp Rudder. Well, it's Camp Rudder. Here's the deal. Camp, At Camp Rudder. Rudder, you need all the calories you can get. <laughs> right, but not if you're an RI. Yeah, that is well, true. The RI hey, is hey, 
that's a different so, story. Some of them are not as good as others, right, Nick? Right, exactly. Out our eyes, there's some bad ones. Uh, anyways, and that's what I told Karen. Uh, Karen said that, hey, at least uh, I know some RIs, a captain. And I was like, is it a commander or is it an RI? Is a big difference because the commander's on a second term down there and he probably sucks. So like, uh, but the, the, the captain RI is pretty good. Anyways, so I, I think I can put some perspective on this again. All right, so Buddy's saying is right. What Karen's saying, and then what Alicia's bringing up is the education factor. So <clears throat> the enablers, they're hired in the wrong way in the DOD, all right? The enablers are supposed to be on the line. They're supposed to be there making sure that people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Not, oh, hey, you suck, go see Karen, okay? Karen's supposed to freaking be there already. and. I love how you brought that up, buddy, about the, 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 the defect, because when I was in college, all right, playing where big boys played, where Joe couldn't go because he was too little, all right? Like, when I was playing in college, I literally ate four times a day, and I had, mm -hmm. I didn't get to pick what I ate. He goes, yeah. what do you like here? This or that? And I was like, uh, that. Okay, this or that, that. This or that, that. Then I had a full plate, right? And I put on, like, 25 pounds from two days in football till when I went home on Thanksgiving because we didn't make a bowl game because we sucked. All right. So I go home on Thanksgiving and my dad's like, are you taking steroids? And I was like, no, Nick, I just, I Nick, literally just, what were you doing during the day though? What were you well, doing? Were you sitting like, around? Like, like, like Alicia brought, Alicia brought up, That's mindset. Alicia, brought That's up mindset. Alicia brought up recovery. All right. Recovery. Yeah. So these, these enablers are supposed to be on the freaking line. These enablers are supposed to tell a company commander, Hey, from, two to four, they recover, right? That, that's what they do. And we're getting there as an army. We're just late. And that's what, uh, you know, again. So are you guys familiar with, are you familiar with H2F, anybody? I am, I read the whole thing. We did a show on it with uh, Star Major Troxel. Yeah. Okay, so I think that they're moving nope. in the right direction. I did, Dave. They're moving <laughs> I know right you did, I was agreed with you. <laughs> Because what they're doing is they're taking teams, like what you have in special ops, but they're taking teams to the brigade. That's their whole premise. So they're going to have a nutritionist and a physical therapist, a sports psych person. I'm, I'm going to say that's amazing. The next step is all those people need to be out in the field too. So that's what I was saying. I agree with you, but I think we should never be teaching in a classroom. We should be out in the field with the soldiers where we can see them breaking down with where we can help them not to quit. I don't believe in quitting at all. My daughter will tell you that. I agree. And, like, and Karen, let me, let me hit on that. And, and with the buddy talking about the quitting stuff. So if we, if we had, you know, if we had the reach to implement this right now, so Karen, are you saying implement it in basic training where they have access to individuals like you and Alicia? I where, say, I say, in, in, in my opinion, basic training, like buddy says, nobody should be a quitter. In basic training, if they want to quit, let them quit. Cause that's not no. the type of person we need. No. I, no, I, I disagree with that. No, Dave, that's not what I said. Let them quit. I, Their fucking mother and father let them quit. They had 18 years to learn a behavior, and we have 13 weeks to train that out. Right. They had 18 we're years. Breaking them down, and we're turning them into soldiers. And now we're going to tie it. Like, I think to be a ahead, piece of shit, and now we have not, to train them out of them. They have to learn that they are part of something bigger than themselves. 100. I agree with team. that. But if they want to quit, if they can't even make it to basic, nope. they need to fucking bounce. And then when they get to Rob's basic, they need to have, that's just my opinion. Nah. They get to nope. it, then we need people like Karen that are in battalions, you know, working with platoons, squads, all of that. But if they can't even make how it exactly, to How, how exactly are they going to fix that, though, Dave? You don't think we don't know that's what we're talking about, Joe. That's impl 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 implementing what she's talking about costs money. And everything about the army no, is always lowest bidder. No, I no I no I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm just saying what, what Kara's talking about is the right thing, but it costs money to actually implement that and change a system. No and shit. Do you we think, realize do you, that. We're asking where would we do it? That was Karen, you see what you started? I love, you see what I love, you did? I, I, you see what I, you I did, Karen? You're getting them to think. Oh, you beautiful. Earlier, right? Basic training. If they want to quit, let them bounce, right? But I think if you, 
you cannot see some type of change in 13 weeks, throw, yeah, get them out. Exactly. Thank you, Karen. That's all I was saying. Get that joke. Get that joke. Keep watching football. Come on now. Dave, everybody calm down. Dave, what he's talking yelling. about, Bundesliga, like is no, what I'm, what I'm saying is they will pass that shit uphill. Shit does roll uphill, like Buddy says, and it is the old culture. So what Karen is saying is right, but it doesn't happen, and you know it doesn't. So yeah, it needs Karen, to be Karen, Karen's a part of it, Joe. So He's Karen's a part of it, like, Joe. she's she's a she's attached to it in the exactly. system that is exactly saying what Buddy's saying. She's trying to too. tell you. She's trying to tell the smarter people listening that they need to be not an enabler that you get sent to they need to be there to tell the commander not that guy not that guy 100%. not that guy like yep. like those 20 we can save those four out like dunsky Done. like well, that's well, where they need to be like that's where they my wrong I, 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 nick I, nick nick can i get a new soul box because i think the problem is dave then you I put still haven't finished mine. You put 83 you. people in, the I haven't finished, in one year. I haven't finished my uh, they, the, recruiter, the recruiters have a mission, Joe. They have a mission, all right? And, and Joe Sarn's support. job is to either push them through or kick them Dave, out. Dave, Dave, how many of those 83 in that year did you push through that you were like, uh, two of them I got them in the training? Hey, <laughs> Alicia, do you watch UFC? Yes. You do. Did you watch the fights today? I did. Yeah. So we have uh, Bill and Joe here that are our experts. Bill, uh, they were they they were Where's emotional. Bill? Bill's on there. They were emotional Where's... and they, they they only got one fight wrong. So they picked. Bill, you should cut the shirt. You, you should cut the sleeves off your shirt, Bill. Yeah, and you can make yeah. it a tank top. Anyways, Bill's in a dick bag. He's got some class. He's not doing that. So so Bill, who won today between you and Joe? Uh, here's the here, all right. I'm gonna get on a little Joe before you get excited. You gotta let me finish. You, I, I you, asked you a did. real easy question, no, Bill. Yes or no, Bill, Joe or Bill, who won? Who won? Nobody won. We tied. Oh, again. So, uh, earlier today, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, we agreed to a rule change. And uh, if we would have enacted it today, I would have won by one, so I'd be up by two. But since we tied, I'm still up by one. So again, king of battle is still the king. But we tied today. Nice. Decent we, fight we, card. Decent we, fight card. We, we, we also, but, but more importantly, if you bet with Joe and I, we will just, triple your just, money. Just every look time. at the page. Just look at the page I showed my bet slips. It's too easy. You don't, Bill, how many people other than me would you pick a six fight parlay with? Nobody. There you go. I wouldn't pick like it with anybody funny. but you either. We are, we are, listen, be, <laughs> it's, it, listen, it's going to happen one day and I'm not really worried about it. I'm not worried about it happening, but someone is going to see that Nick's picking over 60% in the NFL. We're picking over 85% in the UFC and no one really using it. One day someone with some money is going to actually smarten up and make some. I'm glad you brought that up because the Packers have about seven guys that are now doubtful after some kind of Thursday practice that they had. So you might want to take that lock off. Um, But anyways, anyways, introduce me to Aaron Rodgers, Nick. I'm waiting. Anyways, so we had Karen and we had Alicia on the show tonight. uh, And it was an absolute pleasure to listen to their expertise. So Alicia and then Karen, you got you ladies get the last word before Joe closes this out. So Alicia, thanks for coming on the show. What, just give us some advice. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, yeah, just kind of what I talked about, um, you know, be be willing to be open. If, if this is what you wanna do, ask questions, find somebody you admire, find somebody who's done it, who is already doing it well, see what they're doing, talk to people, talk to people who are in the industry, um, but at the basics of it, you know, it's gonna be a squat, hinge, push, pull, carry, and you'll be okay. Um, but take ownership over what you do. Don't expect, and this goes for anything, don't expect everybody else to just show up and do the work for you. There has to be intent behind everything that you do. All right, Karen, last word. I would just say model perseverance um, for the soldiers under you. Absolutely get to know them better, be there with them. If you see a soldier with a problem, I agree with Nick. 
Don't just send them to somebody else to go fix it. Be a part of that and see them all the way through. That's it. Thank you very much, Karen. Um, trash talkers, thank you so much. Want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Ventura Training Athletics, 10th Mountain Distilleries. It's been a good one, trash talkers. I'm watching the rest of this game. Peace out. Deuces. Great show. I love that. Says, are we still alive? Can we put a poll on the Facebook page for, for Joe's Beard? Joe's Beard poll, I call it. Go hey, ahead, buddy, buddy, go ahead, buddy. I think we're still live right now, so keep it buddy, going. Buddy, throw a poll out on the page whether my beard is natural or not. I love oh, it. Does go ahead disappear? Do it does <laughs> disappear? Yeah, he's, doing his, he's doing his Asian thing. Four. Okay, right, I'm sorry. I, no more high fives. No more high fives. Buddy, we should have carried that discussion on a little bit longer. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about the basic training and kicking people out or kick them out when they get to their units. Yeah, yeah, but, but here's the thing. Like, why can't we do? Why can't we do a whole podcast on that, Dave? No, that, that, that's fine. Default, I'm just, we, ha, we could have just kept going. Is quitting because right. that's what their shitty ass parents yeah, call them. Yeah, turn it off. Oh, keep it out. We're still live. But, but there's they must keep it. They must keep it. Ha, 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 ha.